How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own them all. Figured out this is simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. Shoe 360 is one of my favorite facilities in Memphis, one of my favorite places to go. And I wish I had discovered it sooner. I wish it was here sooner. I wish it was here, you know, when I was a young tot. You know, I might be appearing on this show as an interview, as a guest, because I just got done putting up, you know, 28 the night before uh, in the NBA. I mean, I think it was really that simple for me. I just needed the proper coaching that I didn't get. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This man ain't giving me no love, bro. But you know what? That's fine. Because I know what we both agree on is that if you have a young person in the family that loves basketball, give them a membership to Shoot360. They'll get better at shooting, at dribbling, at passing. Everything that goes into being a good basketball player, they'll get better at it, Shoot360. Now, that's the facts. John's right on that one. Son, daughter, niece, nephew, this is a great gift idea, especially if they're you've seen them in the backyard. they got a little passion for putting that ball through that hoop. You need to get them out to Shoot360. plays like a basketball haven. Gonna be blown away as soon as you walk into the building. They're gonna take over. They've got the state-of-the-art training equipment, the development coaches, everything you need, all the way down to the weight training. So yeah, you don't have to, uh, you know, have a have a terrible career like John Martin did. You can be ready for AAU season. You can be ready for next school basketball season. And of course, as a parent, you're not gonna be much lighter in the wallet or the purse for it. They've got a uh, membership option for just about every budget imaginable. So go see them. The future basketball training in Memphis. The future is now out at Shoot 360. Go see him at 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. All right, every day, every Monday at this time, I get on the big green egg, and I get ready to cook up some burgers, and I sprinkle them with respect. We hand them out. Let's go. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Probably going to be heavy NFL this week, as you'll notice, because, you know, I don't know how much respect you can hand out. Kendra Davis on DeAndre Williams has been previous winners here the last couple of weeks. Knock off the Tulsa team. Eh, maybe another week. Grizzlies coming off five-game losing streak. Yes, you beat the Pacers, but how much credit do you really deserve for that? Yeah. Now, there were some respect-deserving performances yesterday in the conference championships games. And we'll start right here with a man I've said a couple of times, his name a couple of times so far on the show, 
won't say it again, Chris Jones was arguably the best player on the field in that KC-Cincinnati game. Argue with me, John. Can't. I know John would say Mahomes is the GOAT, and he's probably right. Well, but the, the, Chris the, the, Jones's impact was just as felt. Yes, I was. promise you that. Because, again, what you have to remember is Joe Burrow had a chance to put those guys up. Joe Burrow, with the, that game tied late, had a, go chan- had a chance to go be the hero. Yep. And it was Chris Jones who they could not stop. He had two of KC's five sacks, and he had five quarterback hits. He was a problem all night long. And you'd seen it in some of the interviews with him. Uh, man seemed like he was motivated, was going to you know, drop dead out there. Uh, if he did not, you know, did, in, in, rather than not impact this game, he was just uh, had convinced himself he was going to be the difference and was there at the end because it sets up there with the force punt with 39 seconds left. Sky Moore is able to uh, break free on the return, get him 29 yards, and then John's goat, Patrick Mahomes, and he is a goat, uh, is able to get that scramble down into field goal range. You tack on the 15-yard penalty, which was stupid by Osai. Uh, and right there sets up Bucker for the game-winning field goal. But, again, it does not happen without Chris Jones, who terrorized a battered and bruised Cincinnati offensive line, took advantage of it uh, in a way that others could, couldn't could and should have. Uh, Chris Jones definitely did that. By the way, this year he was fourth in the league in sacks yeah. at 15 and a half, got his first two uh, of the playoffs, obviously, yesterday, and at, big, at a critical time, couldn't come at a better time. Mississippi State product there. How about that? Yeah, Brad. That should make Brad happy. Wasn't there like a? Wasn't his recruitment like a a big? Um, it was one of the you know it's one of those in-state joints, right? And he from Mississippi. That I don't know. I think he's from there, and so it's like it's. It, I, I want to say it was like one of those classic Ole Miss Mississippi State recruiting jobs. Really, I Ole Miss so. and Mississippi State. I think so, bro. I might have my, but I'm pretty sure he's. From Mississippi. Uh, so so well, that can, would make sense. Yeah, you can tell me that while I'm moving on to the next one. Chris Jones gets the first one. Be crazy not to give a respect burger to Patrick Mahomes. And John was telling me all week long, all week long, all week long, Mahomes is the GOAT coming off career year. Didn't matter that he didn't have Tyreek Hill. Um, did it with whatever receiver he had. What is, uh, what is his name? Uh, Valdez Scantling. Yes, Exxon Valdez. Exxon Valdez Spill. Yeah. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, a once proud, did he, did he, thought he was going to end up hurt? being a one, but he got hurt in that okay, game. I, was, I think he lost three receivers in that game, if I'm he not lost mistaken. lost Hardman. At one point. He lost Juju. Even though he was missing three of his wide receivers to injuries by the end. That's crazy. Yes. Juju that's, didn't do anything in that game that I remember. Initially, he had, a, I want to say, a first down catch okay. early in the game, but okay. that, I don't remember yeah. much more after that. Yeah. Uh, 29 of 43, Patrick Mahomes was with for 326 yards, two touchdowns in that 23-20 AFC Championship win over Burrow. He gets the monkey off his back in the sense that he had not beaten Burrow beforehand. They were calling it Burrowhead. It is his 10th career playoff win. Ties Tom Brady for most by a player in his first six seasons in the NFL. He was 9 of 13 for 108 yards and and a touchdown when under pressure. So even when the Bengals did try to apply the pressure uh, on Patrick Mahomes, who was hobbled out there, that was obvious, they weren't. Uh, he was excellent. Nine of thirteen, like we said, over a hundred yards in that situation with the touchdown throw. Uh, Marquez, the aforementioned Marquez Valdez Stantling, I had 116 yards. The touchdown. Kelsey uh, ended up catching seven of Mahomes' balls for 78 yards and a score. It was an MVP type performance. It yeah. was a Willis Reed type performance. Willis Reed. And there at the end, he had to make the play, even on a hobbled leg. Yep. He had to use those legs. Gets outside. Does it himself, and again, it's really helped by the fact that Cincinnati gets that 15-yard penalty. Now, I will say, 
they were helped, it felt like, on some of those calls, John. Absolutely. I, some, of, some of that stuff I've never seen in my life. Look, like think, the one uh, play to Kelsey that did ended up not being a play. It was a, it was a pass with short. They ended up giving him another play. Oh, no, now, I, eventually, it, that one I don't think came back to haunt him because they were able exactly to get the stop right. on that exactly. drive. I've but come on, if they that. had sco- – I've never, never seen it in my life. If I was, uh, if we I were was going a, to fourth down, bro. If I was a better on Cincinnati, I would be Been going crazy, throwing things. Yes, like what? You give this guy another and, chance. And Cincinnati fans were, and their coach was at the time. Like he was spitting, and he and he yep. should have been. I've never seen anything like it. Basically, just right. a, a replay them, of a play. It didn't cost them right there. So in nine, the end, he's yeah. got to move on to something else. Exactly but I'd right. never seen anything like it where you're getting plays over again because whistles were supposed to have blown that I I didn't hear. But the facts are that. That Patrick Mahomes was outstanding at yeah. a time where he had to be for his team. MVP type performance. He's your MVP. I we'll see if he can go get a Super Bowl. MVP. I think the officials wanted two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. I think that's what they wanted. They were they, that that was clip. The, the fix was in. Just ask Doug Williams. Doug Williams is excited about it. Doug Williams gets a respect burger from me. Well, he should. You, there should be the proper amount of reverence for him. I'm glad you're up on it now. Doug Williams, by the way, said he was pulling for Patrick. He was sitting there on pins and needles to see if it would happen after Jalen won. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, we've got two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. That's from Doug Williams. I would say Patrick does not get that opportunity if Chris Jones don't get that sack. That's, that's exactly why I right. started. That's why I started with Chris Jones. He here, was sick, even though Patrick. And by the way, real MVP. quick, he did. It, he it was Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And it was a nasty recruitment. He was getting like death threats and everything. He was, wow. He was a top five player in the country, and uh, and he ended up going with State. I want to Dan Mullen, right? That would have been Mullen years. So a big Had win there for Mullen. Um, and did he and Dak play on the same team? Would they, would they have lined up? Good grief! No wonder that team was number one in the damn country. Sound about right. Yeah. In terms of the time and the lot. Yeah. yeah. That would have been Dak's time there. Chris Houston. Uh, Chris is from Houston, Mississippi. Did not know that. Yeah. Now, now you know. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, moving on, we've got to give a respect burger to the Philadelphia defense. Uh, we haven't spent a ton, as much time nearly as, as we've spent on the KC-Cincinnati game uh, on this Philly 49ers game. And the reason for that is because it was over, really, once Brock Purdy was knocked out. Uh, they win 31-7 in that game. Had the 49ers down to their fourth quarterback. We've mentioned him, Josh Johnson. I also learned something about him from John Martin today, that Josh Johnson has been in the league for 11 years had no idea uh, he was such a journeyman. Uh, defensive unit paced the league this year with 70 sacks. Um, had three and seven QB hits against Purdy and Johnson, including the big one on his hand that ended up turning into a fumble. And while he was able to return, Brock Purdy was, clearly San Francisco was waving the white flag because they, they did they only ask him to throw once after he yes, got back? I remember one, one yeah. pass. Into the flat, I believe, to McCaffrey. He and McCaffrey I don't remember any of the same amount of passes. So it was very sad to watch the it end was, of that and watch was. San Fran just run the ball into the line yep. down multiple scores and really uh, not be able to, to do anything else. I, you know, John, I, you know, I was screaming at the TV, at least try him, try Purdy to throw. But they obviously knew that there was no sense in doing that. Yep. Probably might have thrown a pick six or something. Oh, exactly right. By the way, real quick, I want to take you through uh, the list of teams that Josh Johnson has played for. Please do, because I, I had no idea he's played for anybody except uh, – Except this one. Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Cleveland, Cincinnati, San Francisco again, Cincinnati again, the Jets, the Colts, the Bills, the Ravens, the Giants, the Texans, the Raiders, the uh, then Redskins, the Lions, the 49ers again, the Jets again, the Ravens, the Broncos, the 49ers again. 
That man has played so he's for a, half so the he's league. So he's a career third stringer, but he not is, a career backup. But he has made a living. And that's why we haven't seen him. That, that's exactly right. He's made a living as a third yeah. stringer. Yeah, he, he Which is, I didn't really know was a profession. He is a third string quarterback. That and, you could and, do it consistently yeah. and make teams. You know, I think of uh, him and Chase Daniel. Now, Chase is a backup, but it's the same Chase thing. Chase legit backup, is he not? Yeah, he he's, is, but he graduated never plays. From third string. He never plays, though. That's very true. Who's y'all's third string? Uh, we put him in. Oh, shoot. We put oh, him in. Uh, uh, Tim something. Boyle. Tim Boyle, Boyle on his butt. Tim Boyle. Yeah. Who's, Terrible. Who's the Raiders? The Raiders, I don't think, carried a third one. I really don't think they they had, they had Stidham. I don't think they carried a third uh, third quarterback. Would you have liked to see them just put McCaffrey in the shotgun and throw that I thing, just give it a shot? Because what, no, what did mean, you have to lose at I, that point? You I were giving up. I think they should have gone like full-blown 2012 Colin Kaepernick Wildcat, bro. What else? I mean, that was the only way that was going to be. It was better than Purdy being out just running into the line and having knew. given up. I at mean, least at you... some point it became very clear and obvious that he yeah. could not throw the ball because they were not asking him to do it. So it it, it ruined any chance you had. I mean, what was the score at the half? 21-7? That's not insurmountable. Right. You know, I mean, that's two scores on the road. It's tough. But, you know, I, I would have I thrown the kitchen sink at it and at least try to catch the, you know, Philly off guard with the wildcat, bro. As much as respect as I have for the job that Shannon has done, you got down to your, you know, fourth string quarterback yeah, third this year. Yeah. You, there's no way you can scheme out of that. Agreed. Like we said, it came back, much like that Cincinnati offensive line, it came back to haunt the 49ers having been pushed off quarterbacks the way that they were. But you got to credit that Philadelphia defense and the way that they get after them, uh, the way that they got after them and knocked them out, uh, made it not a game early. Uh, so respect, Bird, to that Philadelphia defense. And then finally, before we get to John's disrespect, I think you got to give the Tennessee Vols a respect burger in basketball. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the new AP poll. They are now up to number two. It's their highest perch, highest ranking since they were number one for four weeks during that 2018-19 season. They beat Georgia 70-41, to uh, but it's what they did on Saturday, knocking off at that time number 10 Texas, 82-71. It's their fifth consecutive win over a top-10 team. Let me say that again. Rick Barnes and Tennessee have beat five straight top ten teams. Like, this is what they do. Now, I know, I know a few games ago they lost to Kentucky and maybe a little bit of the, the shine came off of them, but it looks to me like it's been restored. Now, he's got to get them past, you know, through the Sweet 16 for the first time as their coach. That'll be the mission. That hasn't changed at this point. But I think you got to give some respect to what the balls are doing. We've kind of, you know, danced around how good they are, especially defensively, number one in the country. But if you look over, yes, number two in the AP poll out today, Purdue, by the way, number one. But over at Kempom, he's got them one. one. Number one in adjusted defense, like we said, in 33rd yeah, in adjusted offense. We yeah. know they can have those lulls offensively, and maybe that comes back and haunts them again in postseason. Um, I don't think so, because here's the thing. I don't think maybe there are not. That, I don't think there are that many teams in college basketball that are good offensively. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. Who does it for 40 I mean, minutes Arizona. every time without having to let there's – there's a handful of but, them. But, you know, they played Arizona tough at Arizona. Like, I think Tennessee – and I was on them a few weeks ago. I, I think I said on the show I liked them as a national champion contender. Um I think Tennessee. I think they need to go up to one seeds on some of these folks' lines, I agree. especially when we saw what happened to Alabama over yeah. the weekend. I mean, they handle Texas easily. I think Tennessee is the kind of team that can they can force you to bend to their will. You know, they can they can sort of. Yeah, they impose it. Yeah, like I think that's the kind of game they play. And I hate Tennessee with every fiber of my being. My child is I not know, so allowed to go there. To, but we got to put a little respect on it. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think you have to respect that team. 
because they are legit. I mean, Ziggler is one of my favorite players in college basketball. That dude is a monster. Um, and then you got Euros in the post there. Plapsic is his name. Um, Vescovi or Vescovi? It's Vescovi, is yeah, it not? Yeah, Vescovi, who's a you know a little fighter. Older and can make shots. And then the underrated part of that team is uh, is is the – is it Key? Yeah, Tyreek yeah. Key. Tyreek Key. They got him from like a, a VCU type program or something like that. But um, he's a he's a he's older. He's a glue guy. And, and honestly, he's been in Indiana State. Yeah, Indiana State. Yeah. Um, Tennessee has parts that Kentucky needs desperately, and I'm comparing the two because, like, you know, you would think of top of the SEC. Kentucky's supposed to be there. They don't have any. They don't have that kind of dude on their team right now. They have young players um, in Chibwe. I mean, that's kind of what they have. Um, Had one four in a row before that loss to Kansas. Over yeah, the yeah, but they, they're just not good enough. They're not good enough. I mean, they might make the tournament, but I just don't think I don't think they're going anywhere because their guard play, they depend on Case and Wallace. He's a freshman. You know, that, that is one of the weird things about Cal, man. He just – he still goes so young, you know? Like, even in the age of the transfer portal, it seems like he's never had a great senior guard. Why is that? Is that because he doesn't know how to, like, use them? Is that because – People only trust Cal to develop them for the next level. I don't know. I just I don't I don't really know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that kind of peculiar. Like no no Kentucky never gets big time guard transfers. Have you noticed that? Like they just don't. They got Sheboy from West Virginia. That was a big one. But I don't know, man. Because I mean, it's a big time guard transfer can go in there and possibly fall behind a freshman and ruin his. You know, right. to your point about getting that opportunity. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, I think that's interesting. Yeah, Tennessee is a team that I'm definitely. Uh, I'm going to tell you another team, too, bro. I'm going to tell you another team. Don't say Purdue because we – No, 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 no. We know what happens to Purdue in the postseason. This is way off the radar. Kansas State. Creighton. I thought they were disappointing last I looked. Check Are they them back down. on it? Check them down, man. They're 13-8. and eight, Last four 13 in. 13-8. and eight. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's, dece- that's deceiving, though, because they didn't have Kalkbrenner for, like, six of those eight okay. losses. That's four straight wins since yeah. the Xavier loss. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably too late on the super max value, but – Creighton is a team that if they get in as a seven or an eight, brother, I'm riding them as long as I can. Right now, I'm in I'm in evaluate mode. I'm not betting on college basketball night tonight. I'm sitting back and I'm saying, okay, who are the teams that I might like to ride when March rolls around? Tennessee is one. Absolutely. Memphis might be one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Memphis may be very sneaky. As a you know, if they can get in as a seven or something like that, and, and upset a two, certainly against the number. Um, and Creighton, I like Creighton a lot based on having uh, having Cockburner back. So I, I'll try to feed you more winners. I mean, I, I can only do so much. The, the the pressure on me is just absurd. I mean, I gave you two winners in the in the AFC and NFC title game. The the two favorites. Thank and y- you. And y'all just want me to keep coming back and giving y'all winners time after time. I just it's a lot for mm-hmm. one man, bro. It's a lot. No, I don't. Can you handle the pressure? That's I don't know. Pressure. I don't know. I'm going to give a disrespect dog, not to an entity, not to a person, not to an, even an organization. You probably thought I was going to give it to you know the NBA officiating or something like that. I don't know what you thought I was going to do here, but I am going to give a premature um, disrespect dog to Memphis weather for what it's about to do to our city. If it comes to pass the way that these projections and forecasts, I can make an argument that you better respect it. Respect it. Because I like I you know, it's it's so funny how as an adult your your perspective on things changes. If I was ten years old and I was told there's an ice storm warning, that would be like, whoo, 
no school tomorrow. I'm excited. This is going to get me out of school, and it's going to be fun and blah, blah, blah. But now as an adult, all I can think about is the fact that this has the potential to knock us all out of power for God knows how long. Every time there's a winter event that freezes, my house explodes. Like a p- pipe bust. Right, like, isn't that a reason to respect it more? Yeah, well, I'm, for M- to be more prepared dis- for MLW. I can't, all I can't of do anything it. about it. I can't do anything about it. So my only choice is to mother F it. That's all I can do. So yes, uh, the, uh, the latest projections, Jason, are a uh, quarter of an inch tonight into tomorrow, and then another event which could be up to a quarter of an inch. So I believe you add two quarters, that would give you a half an inch of Good ice. Grief. Now I've already done the hard work for you because I know you're driving around. You're wondering, well. Like, what's that mean relatively? Like, what about the great ice storm of 94? How much ice you did we get? told us about this the last time you had, we had ice. One to two inches is all it was. Yes. It's all it was. Uh, and, and that was a devastating storm. It was an absolute – and we're going to get half of that. So half of that 94 would certainly still be a, a – a, you know, that would be very inconvenient at best. And it would be it – would, it would cripple our infrastructure at worst. You already know that's gonna happen. You already know we're going our our infrastructure in Memphis is about to be crippled. Dude, this. we crumbled when it just got cold uh, a couple Man. of weeks ago. What are you talking about? It got cold and everything said, oh, power's gone, rolling blackouts. Like, what are we doing, man? The good news for MLG and W is they won't have to impose those. Everybody will just have no power. You know? It'll just be a it'll it'll, it'll just be, be a permanent blackout. Yeah. Um that's it's gonna mean a lot of work. I don't know what and you slow can do. Respon- and slow oh, response slow response times yeah. and slow restoration times. Now uh um, the whole city's gone. Now if I have a gas fireplace, will it still work if the power goes out? Yes, John. Okay. Well, then I may have It's to amazing how you can just be so up on the numbers and everything else and these picks you're making, but then as simple as gas. Yes. Or electric. Yes. I don't know, dude. I, I, I truly, like, I, it's amazing how. Well, much. I didn't know anything about sinus infections last week. So. Yeah. You, we, you know, we, we're, we help each other. That's the show, dude. I mean, yeah. ultimately, that's what just the show stumble is. Stumble through life. We just kind of like, we're like two blind mice just feeling around the world and trying to get through, <laughs> you know, and helping each other now, here and there. Now, have you, so I take it you've been scared to use that gas fireplace since you've been in the new place, huh? But we used it one time. Okay. We used it one time. And you turn the gas on, you yeah, lit no, it, and you turn it off. Right? Yeah, there's yeah, a little key yeah, there. No, it's a nice fireplace. I, I should use it more. Don't be scared. But, but uh, you know. Don't be scared. You're going you to need it. You have to light it, right? You have to, like, go get the, uh, you have to go get, like, the, a napkin or something and throw it in there. <laughs> you throwing napkins and stuff in there? I think that's how I Bro, did. just get you one of them long uh, light, one of them long lighters. You know? Oh, yeah, so You've seen yeah, those yeah. things? The- yeah, but it just, like, it blows up. It's like, boof, you know? I John's mean, scared, John. Hell, yeah, I'm not trying to lose my face. No, it's going to come on very calmly. <laughs> no, nah, dude, it didn't the first time. I think that's why we've been scared to use it again. That thing blew up. Um, but, yeah, I don't know how you prepare for ice. I don't know if there's anything you can do. Um, if you have pets, bring them in. That's, not, that's clearly not a concern for you. Um, but if you, you know, anything else? What, what else do we need to tell people to do? Their ice preparedness. Maybe put that thing over the over your windshield if you don't. If oh you're yeah, not yeah, in the garage Because yeah. that truly helps. Yep, it, yep. it helps immensely. Yes, the cardboard does. or whatever you put over your windshield underneath right. those windshield wipers. By the time you come out, yeah, save you a lot of grief. In yeah, terms well, of scraping. Look, I hope that it. I hope that that's our best. The forecasts are tips. wrong because I I really no longer look forward to winter weather events anymore. Those days are behind me. Uh, side note: Have you seen that new, that brother? That took over for Joey at Fox 13? No. Who like, is it? Man, looks like a light-skinned Martin Luther King. That's it. Every time I see him. It's important to it's have all that. all I think about is the I Have a Dream speech and Mar- is Martin. Every time I see Go look at that brother. 
He looks. What's his name? He's. I can't think of it right oh, now because he to? he's only been here for a few weeks. Um, it is great, you know, already neighborly and everything. Feels like he's been here a long time. Brother looked just like Dr. King, light-skinned version of Dr. King. Well, I always said it's important. It's like Dr. King still lives. It's important for Memphis, of all cities, to have a figure like that, someone who looks like Martin Luther King sort of with us still. You think that's important? Yeah, I think it is. That's as silly as me saying when I see him, I'm reminded of it, but may perhaps true. I'm just saying. It's no, there's, I don't think, no. Okay. I don't Because you can't have one from city to city. No, you can't. It's not a promise I'm, of that. I know, but I'm saying it's important. If he's going to exist in a city, I think it's Memphis is the most deserving. What's his name? We'll find it after uh, after Jason Fitz. All right. Well, when we when, and we'll, I'll give him a respect yeah. burger and welcome him to town. We'll do Jason Fitz, and then we'll find out who the new guy is at yeah, Fox. 13. He's been there for a few weeks now. We should all know it by now. Memphis Martin Luther in 2023 looked just like Dr. King. Yep. All right, we'll come back. Jason Fitz on the other side. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jason Fitz, the host of Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, Sports Center on Snapchat, joins us every single Monday, and he's here now. Happy Monday, Mr. Fitz. Yeah, happy Monday to y'all, and we are uh, we're set, right? Like we got a we got a Super Bowl matchup for the ages. Who can who can be uh, unhappy with this? We do. Whose imp- who's, who's performance of the two winners this weekend impressed you more? That's a really good question, uh, but I think just because of the opponent and the way it went down, Kansas City doing what they did, you know, and, and look, I know we're all talking about uh, Mahomes and rightfully so for the way he played, but also just the way that defensive line played for Kansas City, uh, that was, I think, the craziest part of it. You know, I thought on Friday, I said on air that I thought screens would be a huge part of this. They'd let the defensive line come through and then do their thing. 
problem is they were so disruptive they couldn't even get screens going. I mean, think about what that means. So I think Chris Jones and the way he played reminds you that now if you want to win a Super Bowl, I, I think not only do you need a great quarterback, uh, you also need a great rusher of some sort. And we saw that in both games, Hassan Riddick and uh, Chris Jones, both absolutely huge, impactful uh, players in both of those games. Fitzy, I, I saw a take this morning that said for this to matter for Patrick Mahomes, and, and listen, that, that was Willis Reedish to me. Um, he's got to go on to win the Super Bowl. Do you agree with that take? No. no. I mean, I think we have to remember so much of this. Like, it's our job to try and establish context, right? And so, to me, when you start looking at these, the win-loss record in AFC Championship games or Super Bowls, you've got to remember that wins and losses are a team stat, not just a quarterback stat. Uh, nothing will take away what we saw Mahomes do, right? Nothing changes that we saw Mahomes be who Mahomes was. So, you know, to me, what we saw right there was Mahomes with the Herculean effort and, you know, going out there, not even with the pogo stick leg. Like, I'm not even talking about that. Just the ability when all of your wide receivers are out to still be able to do what they did. I mean, it's just a reminder that Mahomes is, is a master, right? It, this is a masterful. And by the way, this is the first year that the real money kicked in on his contract. And look at Kansas City. So all the people that say you can't pay your quarterback, which I remind everybody constantly is statistically untrue. Uh, I would remind everybody also that Mahomes and the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl, even though they are paying their quarterback at an elite level. Well, I would I would argue there that he is the exception and not the rule, though, right? Like the idea that this guy loses Tyreek Hill, he comes back um, and and has a career year in in passing yardage. I mean, I look, you got to pay your quarterback if you got a good one like that. You don't. There's no way around it. But the odds are you're not going to get Patty Mahomes' results because he's one of one. That's not untrue, but if you look at the last uh, the last five Super Bowls, that would give you ten quarterbacks. Seven of those ten quarterbacks were on veteran contracts, not rookies. And if you look at the last 24 quarterbacks to be in the Super Bowl, 12 accounted uh, – or sorry, the last 22. 12 accounted for more than 10% of the salary cap and 10 accounted for less than 10% of the salary cap. So the the actual angle here is – Get you a quarterback that's so stinking good that you have to pay him and then have one of the greats that you're paying, and you will win a Super Bowl. Like, there's actual, like, that's what the numbers support. And I think that's where Mahomes is. Like, there's certain guys, you're totally right. What you never want to do is pay for mediocre talent. You don't want to pay top dollar for mediocre talent. I don't care what the position is. But realistically, this, you know, we quarterbacks taking a, a pay cut hasn't actually statistically really mattered, other than, you know, everybody looks at Brady constantly as an example. But Brady is also the exception to the rule. So, you know, we live in an offseason where we're about to see Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts all get massive amounts of money. Lamar Jackson get massive amounts of money. Uh, I don't think that'll set their teams back. It's just let's look at these two teams and remind ourselves that the two teams in the Super Bowl right now have GMs that have drafted better than almost everybody, and they've consistently found people with continuity that are able to come in and, and get it done. So, you know, I think the job that they've done has just been, for both organizations, has been absolutely spectacular and if you're the eagles for example and you draft as well as they draft so what if you have to pay jalen hurts you're going to be able to continually go in there and restock from a from the, the cupboard of the draft yeah no that's that's definitely fair um this is a weird take i had but i wanted to throw it at you <clears throat> i mean did we not see some validation for brock purdy like in him being a real quarterback if you compare what the 49ers look like with Josh Johnson versus what they look like the last, you know, six, seven weeks of the season. I mean, it was, it's the same offense, the same pieces, but it was not, it was not going well. No, yeah, that's a great point. I hadn't actually, I'm going to steal that angle from you. Uh, I think that's a, a really smart point. And 
it's funny because I was sitting at a sports bar in Connecticut watching the game with a bunch of the guys that I work with. And uh, when, when Josh came in, one of the guys was like, man, if they had him on the roster with his experience, why was he not playing before? And we all sort of laughed about that. And then we saw like the first couple of drives. And I was like, well, that's why he wasn't playing. I think it does. You know, the, the 49ers are in a really interesting spot now because we all know Jimmy G's gone. So the question is, what do you do with Trey Lance and what do you do with Brock Purdy? And, you know, realistically, it probably gets a little easier for them to go in and let those two compete now that Brock didn't go to the Super Bowl, as weird as that sounds. I mean, if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, I don't know how you turn around and, and bench him. I don't care what you think you have at Trey Lance. So, you know, the 49ers definitely uh, will look back at that. And, and I think 49ers fans will always have the – what might have been like, I think yesterday becomes, and, and like, look, we all know this. Every, every fan base has a, a, a loss. You'll never forget. Like, you know, obviously the, the tuck rule stands out, but even for me, you know, the, the Tony Syracuse is slamming Rich Gannon late to the ground and the, you know, they lose their quarterback and the Ravens win in the soup, the, the, the AFC playoffs. I remember these things so vividly. I think what you're going to end up from yesterday is that 49ers fans are always going to look at it and say, man, what would have happened if Brock would have been able to throw the football, which is crazy to say, and Bengals fans are going to forever look at it and say, man, one push out of bounds cost us a chance at the Super Bowl, and that, that's, that's wild. That Philadelphia defense just, you know, you knocked Purdy out of that game, but, but pretty much controlled it. Is, is, there, is there any reason to believe that they won't be able to get after Mahomes in the same way? I, I, I watched Rex Ryan this morning. He was going on and on about how Cincinnati should have put more pressure on Mahomes, more pressure. Now, the, the general rule has been you, you pressure Mahomes, he's going he's gonna to beat you. You blitz him, he's going he's gonna to beat you. Uh, is Philly the kind of team, what was it, 70 sacks during the regular season? Do you see them getting after him in a way that I, I suppose Cincinnati could not? Well, here's the one thing I would say to Rex, and if I had him on the show today, I would say this to him. I, like, It's not like the Bengals weren't trying. They just didn't get there. Like, This is two weeks in a row where it's like, well, I'm surprised they haven't actually pressured Mahomes. Well, you know, the, the numbers bear out. And right now the top offensive line of the NFL for pass rush win rate, hard for me to say, is actually the Kansas City Chiefs, not the Philadelphia Eagles. So, their offensive line has played, played far better than anybody realizes this year, and they've played better than almost everybody throughout the course of this year. So I'm a, a little stunned that there's this sort of concept that, you know, that, that people aren't trying to get after Mahomes. Uh, one of the, the uh, not even one of the most interesting thing in this matchup is that you have two great defensive lines when it comes to, to establishing pressure right now, and you have two great offensive lines. So the ability to keep your quarterback protected is going to be the difference. And, you know, frankly, again, if I'm the Bengals, I'm so mad at the fact that no matter what I did, I mean, 31 out of 38 plays, Chris Jones was double teamed, and he still did what he did. So, you know, it, it's it's incredible to think of how big offensive lines are going to be in this game. But I think the Chiefs' offensive line is better than they're getting credit for. We're talking to Jason Fitz, host of Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, joins us every single Monday here on the show. As it relates to that Philadelphia offense, I mean, look, they got they got some gifts offensively. You know, with the uh, with the turnovers there from from Josh Johnson, like I, if I'm sort of thinking about this matchup, I'm I'm asking, can Philly's offense keep up with Mahomes? And I thought there were some times yesterday, and again, granted, amazing defense that San Francisco has, and maybe that's a part of it too. But any concerns for you on how stagnant Philly's offense can look at times? I mean, I think the other side of it, yes, to answer your question. But the other side of it is we didn't get the best of Jalen Hurts yesterday, and they still dominated, obviously, against, you know, you, a quarterback, me, a quarterback. Right. Like, it wasn't wasn't the greatest situation. But I, I am curious what difference two weeks is going to make on Hurts' body, too, because he still 
throwing the ball doesn't look like he's his usual self. But the craziest part about it is that the RPOs are still so respected. You know, it, it takes such tremendous discipline to face the way that Jalen Hurts plays the quarterback position. Two weeks is going to be a huge part of this because you'll actually have time to truly go in and game plan everything that you could possibly want to see in it. So, you know, I, I think that becomes interesting. But, yeah, I think there is a concern. You know, when you have the weapons that the Eagles have, the Eagles are a great roster, but you're going to have to play better offensively than they did in that game to keep up with Mahomes and the Chiefs for sure. I mean, Mahomes and the Chiefs also didn't have 100% of, of him, and they were still able to do that. So uh, this is this is a, kind of a race to the finish line, which team can get their quarterback healthy first to make sure that they have the best version of themselves. It's going to be interesting. Got the news that the Cowboys are moving on from offense coordinator Kellen Moore last night. Fitzy, if it ends up being Mike McCarthy – that's calling the plays. Is that the is that the remedy that Dak needs? Is that is that a better thing for this offense? Does it fix the Cowboys and push them on, uh, maybe to a Super Bowl appearance next year? No, it adds too much to McCarthy's plate in my mind. And then the other side of it is like feels like a move of desperation when you're known for offense as a head coach, and you then take play calling back. That means that you are taking more on your your plate to try and keep your job. Yep. And I don't know that that works I, for anybody in any business when it's like when you start to feel the heat and all of a sudden you decide that the, the answer to feeling that heat is that you're going to turn around and you're going to take on more responsibility and put more on your plate. That usually doesn't turn out well for a CEO any different than a head coach. So I think it speaks to the desperation that the Cowboys are, are facing right now and the lack of trust that McCarthy has for anybody to come in and run an offense. The question is now, how's he going to be a good uh, you know, head coach while he's also a great offensive coordinator because nothing, nothing shy of that will get them done. So, you know, I don't think it's an accident that Quinn stayed there as the defensive coordinator, turned down other opportunities because he could end up being the coach in waiting, which there's a ton of history of for the Cowboys. He could end up by the middle of next season being the coach simply because Mike McCarthy decided to take more on instead of less, which I don't think works. Would, would that be the smart move for them if it ends up happening at the end of next season or during the season, like you point out? Would you be more confident with, with Quinn sort of getting that second chance as head coach, with him as the head coach more so than you, you are with McCarthy? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I'd be more confident, especially midseason. Like, but there is something to be said, and, and we see this in the hiring cycle a lot, but when I talk to guys around the league, I, I truly believe sometimes – you just getting fired from your first job is a blessing for your second one because be. you do get the chance to step back and be like, hey, I'm going to restart this, and how am I going to do it different next time? So I believe in second chances for head coaches. I think they can be much better at it the second time around. In a beautiful world, if that's the direction the Cowboys are going, hopefully they know in time to let Quinn take over midseason and give himself the opportunity to test that for everybody. But mm-hmm. it will be interesting. Nobody's going to stop looking at the Sean Payton thing. I, I, I mean, I've been saying for months he wasn't going to take a job this year. But uh, after next year, he is no longer under contract with the Saints, so they wouldn't have to give up anything in, in return for him. So now all of a sudden he could take whatever job he wants. I think that that becomes a real sort of side-eye thing that you're looking at for Sean Payton and the Cowboys if that's the direction he wants to go. But also weird for McCarthy to have to coach against that nonstop. I don't know if, if a franchise is, is going to have this, so it may be a false choice, but I'll just present it this way because and, and, obviously I, I want your opinion on it. If a, if a franchise has a choice here to trade for Aaron Rodgers or uh, woo Tom Brady in free agency, what is the more desirable route? Oh, that's a really good question. I think I would take Brady over Rodgers, um, knowing that I'm only taking him for like a year. Like the thing with Rodgers is 
you're going to have to trade for him, and then you're going to have to figure out if he's around for multiple years. He's going to want multiple years, and every offseason you're going to go through this will he or won't he. If you take on Brady, you have a pretty good idea that you're only taking him for one year, and then at the end of one year, maybe a second year. So you can take on Brady and then draft somebody else if you want to. I like that that approach a little bit better in my mind than taking on Aaron Rodgers, who is not going to want anybody around him. And then in the process of not wanting anybody around him, you're going to put yourself in a situation where, you know, all of a sudden you can't do anything about the quarterback position, but he may decide in a year he doesn't want to be there. That doesn't feel appealing to me at all. Best AFC fit for Rodgers if they do decide to move up. Jets, I know Greeny wants him. Uh, uh, Tennessee, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly – uh, the Jets make a ton of sense because of the amount of talent for anybody, whether it's Brady. Like, look, I don't think Brady is going to go across country and be that far from his kids uh, who are in Florida now that he's going through the divorce. And I'm not sure Brady plays again anyway. If he does, I don't think San Francisco or or Vegas, either one, make a ton of sense for him. Uh, San Francisco makes more sense in the team construction. But, man, now you're, you're on the other side of the country and you're guaranteeing yourself that you're not going to see your family for months, which – uh, going through a divorce seems like that would be very difficult for him to handle. Uh, so I don't know that there's a great spot for Brady. For Aaron Rodgers, you know, it, it's the same sort of like if you want to take Aaron Rodgers over at San Francisco, are you really going to to just sit there with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy sitting under Aaron Rodgers? That feels weird also. So I think the Jets make sense for both of them because they are stocked. They are ready to win right now. And uh, the rest of their roster is good enough to make them a playoff team. They just need a quarterback. So if they have to overpay to get somebody that at least gives them a chance right now, I do it in a heartbeat. Bitch, you're the best, dude. Appreciate the have time as always. Have a great week, brother. Thank you. Have a great week, gentlemen. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. He is Jason Fitz, uh, host of Fitz and Harry. Joins us every single Monday here on the show. Look, I think this is a fantastic Super Bowl matchup. I prefer this one. I think it's more evenly matched than Cincinnati's uh, Philly would have been. Um, I think that was a sort of put on display by the way that Kansas City got after Joe last mm-hmm. night. That would have been a long night for Joe again in the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, I, I'm torn, man. When we've been talking about it today, like I, I'm really torn on where I lean. Obviously, many people are saying that I nailed the Super Bowl last week. Many people are saying that. But I just don't know. I don't know where I'm at. I got two weeks on this one, brother. Do you have a lean? Casey, just because they've been here, done it. You got time for Mahomes to get, you know, right enough. Yep. And, um, and apparently Kelsey now, too. Yeah, with the back. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the experience pays off here. What's what's a third Super Bowl in four years? Yep. Yep. In the end, yep. you know, it's going to come down to a Jalen throw or not. Does he have the butterflies? Does he make the throw? Is, he really know. didn't make any yesterday. I mean, he didn't have to. Yeah. Devonte went yeah. up, and got one that wasn't necessarily a great throw. Yeah, that Remember wasn't that even one a catch. catch. That wasn't even a catch. They ruled it that that thing hit the ground. They Man, got lucky stop. there. They got lucky on that one. That was a catch. I mean, to me, it looked like it, it, ro- it rolled around on the ground, but they didn't challenge it, so it was ruled a catch and it stayed a catch. To, to your point, Hurts didn't have to be great. Yeah. It's, is he ready to do that? I, I know Mahomes is, no matter exactly what. Exactly right. I just saw it. Exactly right. So. I, I, think I'm, I think I lean in that direction because um, there were times yesterday he, where you know the Eagles' offense just didn't do anything. Now, how much of that was them? How much of that was San Francisco? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Because Kansas City's defense ain't anywhere close to San Francisco's, you know. Very that, true. That that's that's what I'm working through right now. It's like I know what I'm going to get from that Kansas City offense. I just don't know, you know, what how, how good that defense can be against a, a quarterback like Hurts. You know, if he if he really tries to hurt him on the ground, you know, well, it starts with stopping the run, whether it's Hurts or whoever else. That's right. I mean, that, their their whole game is that. Yep.
and and make Hurts beat you. I, and, you know, and, without and with the arm. Mixon didn't really do anything yesterday, right? Mm, I, I my, don't, my, not enough. Yeah, I don't recall much of him at all. I mean, maybe you know, maybe they. Let's see. He had yeah, he had uh, eight rushes for nineteen yards. How many times are they swinging out there to him? You got it in front of you? Yeah, he's got. He had three receptions. And for so 15. it didn't. It didn't feel like he didn't, just. No, 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 no imprint on the game whatsoever. Not involved. Yeah, P. Ryan outplayed him. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of odd. Um, anyway, uh, should be a great Super Bowl. We got two weeks to talk about it. All right, so don't don't knock yeah, yourself out. Might be leaning the other way by the time it's done. Who knows? Who knows? All right, we'll come back. Jason and John, I turn to family. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. ESPN. Shoe 360 is where you need to get to if you've got a niece, nephew, son, daughter in the house that loves basketball and you want to see him get better at it. You don't have to necessarily take him to basketball practice with an organized team to do that. Take him out to Shoe 360. You'll see. It's going to improve their jump shot. They have millions of data points on how to measure a jump shot. Develop that muscle memory and get that interactive coaching. They're going to love it. It's like a video game. Come to life out of Shoe 360. 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Wasn't this an above the rim? I think that's true. Yeah. So you could use it as your theme song. Put it in your ears. While you're out there at Shoe 360 shooting that thing, uh, when you get out there, you're going to see that it's unlike any place you've seen before from the state-of-the-art training equipment, like a lot like visiting NASA. 
to the development coach, to the weight training they've got, everything you need as a basketball player to get better. Uh, and so if your kid has shown an interest in the game, a little passion for it early, five, six, seven years old, this is the place to take them because they will take that passion, that fire, and mold it. And they will build a perfect jump shot. And then you got the passing, the ball handling to go with it as well. It's Shoot 360. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now out there at Shoot 360. Go see them. They're at 80, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Uh, if the Super Bowl is set, um, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And as the as the day has gone on, I am looking for reasons not to take the Chiefs. Um, and I'm having a hard time finding them. I, I do. I think, I think the Super Bowl is is a, is is a, is, a tr- is, is, is unlike anything else. It's not like the AFC or the NFC championship game. It is truly. It it, it is an entity on its own, and when you know how to approach it and handle it like Mahomes does, which he's been in two, he's won one, lost one. I think it does give you a huge advantage over, you know, an organization that hasn't been there since 2017. Quarterback's never been there. And a coach that's never been there, right? I think that is a huge advantage for the Chiefs. Just having been there, and I know it's cliche, been there, done that, but I think in the Super Bowl, it matters. That, that doesn't, doesn't always mean it's going to you know, hit. I mean, who would have, I don't think many people were picking the Eagles over the, uh, the, over the Patriots with Nick Foles, and they won the game. Mm-hmm. But I would guess over the history of time, when you have a – an organization that's been there and won has has experience, and they're taking it. Take, they're taking on a team that hasn't. Historically, I bet you the team that has more experience wins. I, you heard me ask that uh, today. I think it's got to play some sort of factor. Although I, you know, I think I'm convinced too that yeah, maybe early on in the preparations for it, but by the time you're second, third quarter, throw that all out the window. No, that's I mean, true. It depends on how the game's going. But I mean, look at that one, that point. Game script takes over everything yeah. else, but. Initially and with preparation, so in terms of mindset and how yeah. focused you are, yeah, I think that can absolutely have an I effect thought, uh, on your preparation. Like I, did, I thought Hertz was, um, I thought he was a little giddy yesterday. Like he just missed, he missed, uh, he missed one. AJ Brown, it would have been a touchdown. He just overthrew him. I mean, Mahomes missed some throws yesterday. Oh come on, bro. He wasn't perfect. Patrick Mahomes could end up costing him, and we didn't talk about. It. He was a little reckless with that ball too. Cincinnati just didn't take advantage in the way they should have. Patrick Mahomes is an alpha male. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. He's an alpha man. Yeah. Joe Burrow's kind of a beta. He is. Yeah, and you try and turn him white today. Well. Alpha white is how you like him. Hey. I mean, look, I think if somebody has to think about white people for once. Man, stop. You know? No, stop. <laughs> Why does somebody always got to rain on the black folks parade? Why do white people got to do that? Ask yourself that. I mean, can anybody think about the white people for once, man? No, they get thought about enough. What do we get? So what you're, you're telling me I, I don't get a white running back in the in the Super Bowl. That would be too much, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, he lost. That would break the matrix. If he could have played quarterback and running back, he tried. Or not be in there. He tried. Um, so you're telling me, it, 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 again, just as, a, as a, uh, a Caucasian observer, I need to focus on the trenches for this one. The offensive and uh, offensive lines for both teams. The offensive lines and the tight end position. Got t- and that's it. Got one of the one of the greatest to ever do it. That's it. 
I mean, how many times are you going to get this? Two brothers that are as high at a level as That's those true. two are. That's true, yeah. On podcasts before. And that is another cool storyline about this. And I, and I do. I love Travis Kelsey. I think he is just the best. I think he's a funny guy. He's, he's, he is the greatest to ever play the position, arguably. Married to a sister, I believe. Is he? Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to get out here. I'm just but saying. You, you can't claim him. You can't have him. I'm just saying. You can't have him. We, we saw something he liked. If you take Travis away from us, we have nothing. Nothing. So you can't have him, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jason Fitch. Thanks to Jay Williams. And thanks to Mike Wall for hopping on the show. Gennaro Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.